0: You are listening to the Atlanta Real Estate Forum radio show, all about real estate edition. Shining a light on the movers and shakers in the real estate industry. The home builders, developers, realtors, and suppliers making it all happen. And now, here are today's hosts.
1: Good morning and welcome back to the All About Real Estate edition. I'm your host, Carol Morgan, joined by my co-host and friend, Todd Schnick. First of all, we'd like to kick things off by thanking New American Funding for being a 2021 show sponsor, our 11th year on air. It is going to be a great
2: year with them as a partner.
1: Good morning, Todd. Can you believe that Halloween is in just a few days?
2: I still haven't processed getting over summer yet. And here we are Halloween already. Good Lord. I guess (laughs) guess we're having fun because time is flying.
1: Time is flying. It'll be Thanksgiving and Christmas before you know it. So you better get busy. (laughs) (laughs) No doubt. Well, we are joined in studio this morning by John Robertson. He is the managing director with Graystar, and he's here to talk about Ascent Peach Trees. I'm really looking forward to this conversation. Kick us off and get us started, John, by telling us a little bit about yourself and give us an overview of Graystar.
3: Well, thanks, Carol, and thanks, Todd. Really appreciate being here today. The project we're going to talk about is a unique project spent many years and many times, and hopefully it's kind of transformative to the city. But first, a little bit about myself. I'm a native Texan. I've been in Atlanta now for seven years. I uh, thoroughly enjoy calling Atlanta home now, minus the fact that there's no good breakfast tacos here. And I could be wrong. And so I would love for listeners to come and tell us where I can find it because after my real estate career, I'm pretty certain I'm going to go buy a food truck, park it on the Beltline, and just serve up heavenly breakfast tacos and stuff. So, not be a bad good.
1: life. Not at all. Let me know where your food truck is and when that <laughs> happens and I'll come visit you.
3: But a little bit about star we're a global uh, multifamily or I would say rental housing firm. We specialize in rental housing all the way from the time you're 18 years old, ready to go to college, leaving your parents' house and, and want to live in a, an apartment or dorm on or off campus all the way until the later years of life when you're looking to join an active adult community or an independent living facility. So everywhere in between the rental housing spectrum, Graystar specializes in, we specialize on the property management side. So we manage for existing owners. We also own our own assets. And then what I focus on is primarily the development and construction side. And so we're, we're specifically responsible within the city of Atlanta and Atlanta Metro in particular to go and unlock opportunities on the ground up vertical developments. And so the project we're here to talk about today is a unique one, un, unforeseen, not only in the city, but very, very rare all across the country.
2: Well, that's why we're here is to, is to dive into this project. Uh, and it is going to be a transformative project uh, in the community. I'm really looking forward to diving in. So I guess the best way to kick this off is uh, with the scent tree. Uh, is just to kind of give us the quick overview, the 10,000-foot view of kind of what this thing's all about? Uh, The 10,000 feet is probably a
3: great place to start because unlike most projects that you start from a a ground-up development process, you're going into the earth, right? You are doing some sort of foundation or drilling piers or doing the slab on grade, right? Well, this one's unique because we started 100 feet already in the air. The existing structure itself was a a nine-and-a-half-story parking deck built in 2001 by cousins properties they had at the time owned Peachtree center downtown they owned you know several million square feet and with that they built this parking structure across the street from 191 that was ultimately going to house a 30-story office tower on top of it well we all know what happened in 2001 9 11 the recession and then ultimately a lot of the major tenants in downtown moved up to midtown between 2001 and 2008 and so they never really got this project off the ground. They already owned several million square feet across the street. And so it kind of just sat there as a parking deck for almost 20 years until we got involved in 2018 and, and ultimately, um, air quotes broke ground in, in April of 2019. But essentially, what we've done is created a whole new tax parcel, a whole new residential complex out of thin air. And it was one of the, now I'll say, the most complicated project I've, I've ever worked on. Not only from a, a construction and design standpoint, but from a financing standpoint too. Carol, Ty, we have two separate equity partners, we have two lenders. Invest Atlanta is involved. We've got 70 workforce housing units to provide workforce housing to the, the wide range population. And so it's got a, a mixed bag. I like to tell people, you know, anytime you go fly Delta Airlines, right, you've got a first class, you've got a comfort plus, you've got a comfort and basic economy. I, I would say within our building, we cater to every single <laughs> cohort in Metro wow.
1: Atlanta. It's kind of cool that you started nine and a half feet in the air. I guess when I was picturing and I heard built on a parking garage, I'm thinking, you know, maybe a much smaller parking garage, not a, you know, nine and a half story, whatever, you know, however many feet in the air that is. Structures, that's, that's really cool.
3: Yeah, there were 2,000 existing spaces that we wow. had to navigate and pour through and design around. So we that, could ultimately...
2: that, that structure still exists? I mean, did you... Oh, yeah,
3: absolutely. Okay, so they you built, built on top on it. of it. Yeah. We, we built on top of it. And so, I mean, it was the design team, the structural engineers and the architects from 20 years ago had this in mind. And so the foundation system was in place. The column load was in place. The shear walls were in place. But what wasn't in place was our design of today in order to mesh and cohesively f- yeah, conform yeah. to the existing design.
1: Because it's almost in some ways like an adaptive reuse because you're probably somewhat stuck with wherever they put the systems in place throughout the that exactly parking structure, right. right?
3: That's exactly right. So you the, don't really the, think the about new- that. The new elevator core had to go exactly, exactly. where it was planned 20 years ago.
2: Yeah.
3: Uh, the trash chutes had to go exactly, exactly. where they were planned 20 years ago. it all has ago. to
2: line up. And
3: so it's uh, it's
2: been a fascinating project. So it's funny you say that. Carol, I'm taking liberties again. Uh, go for it. <laughs> uh, it. It's it's funny because the building I live in, I live on the 58th floor. It's It's a 60-story structure. And when the building was originally started, it was going to be a super tower. So it was going to be pushing 100 stories and it was going to be a hotel. And we didn't, 9-11 wasn't our issue, but 2008 was our issue. And, and everything shut down and, and the business went, went under. About five years later, the current owners bought that. and They got up to 28 floors. And so 28th floor naturally became, well, hell, since it's here, this will become the amenities floor. <laughs> so they kind of built the residential above that. And we all take great comfort because the substructure was built for 100 stories. And so I feel very safe in this building. It ain't going anywhere. So I say all that to say it's fat. So I kind of live in that world Currently, and uh, there's probably advantages and disadvantages to that. Talk about the challenges and perhaps maybe some advantages that come from building on something that is already there.
3: I would say the biggest challenge is we didn't get control our front door. Thankfully, there is a lobby on Peachtree Center Ave you know, caddy corner to the hub now at Peachtree Center. So if you're going to a uh, Peachtree Center station, you can take an elevator directly down to the street and, and walk across the street or if you're going out and catching a rideshare, right? But given the fact that the deck was there in design 20 years ago, your technology's changed a lot. Circulation has changed a lot. The way that we we travel has changed a lot. And so we had to, at least at the ground floor, work and strategize very hard on on how that initial resident experience is going to feel. Because and we all of us perception your first impression of, of a building, right? Or of a home, you can either be very turned on in a good way or, or be turned to a negative connotation. And so we've had to spend a lot of time working through that. And then I would say that the benefit is though, we had a clean slate starting at level 10, right? <laughs> we could do whatever we wanted. And since our first levels of units don't start until uh, 120 feet or 12 stories in the air. Every single unit has unobstructed views oh. and you're off mm-hmm. the street, yeah. right? So you're in the heart of the city. One of the most amazing cities right now in the country in terms of dynamic growth and and events, right? right. You're in the heart of it, but you're, you're quiet and you're above it. And you kind of, every single unit has a sense of, of just looking out over the, in the city and, and mesmerizing it what do I want to do today? How am I going to my, live my life? And so it, it's it's kind of cool in that sense, but we've had to spend a lot of time understanding the dynamics of the street view and in, in, in kind of yeah. the initial entrance to the project.
1: Well, so now it looks like it's under construction. Yes, we
3: are actually in the process of, of having our first move-ins this month.
1: Ooh, okay. Uh, yes. oh, wow.
3: Yeah, so we started in 2019. Obviously, we're very weary of what would happen during the pandemic not just from the health and safety, but uh, we've had a massive global supply chain disruption, uh, right? Yeah. And so, you know, f- finishes and furnishings and, and furniture. I mean, we can't get appliances. Dishwashers. Dishwashers, yeah. exactly. exactly. And yeah. so if one elevator uh, installer gets COVID, right, they're down for two weeks. And, right. But the project still has to, to go on. And so it's been a very unique and challenging time, but we are officially... Uh, ready to open our doors this fall. And, uh, we'll, you know, we'll be doing some minor punch work on some of the units uh, throughout the rest of 2021. I would imagine we will have a grand opening party here uh, sometime before the end of the year or early 2022. I'll be looking for
1: my invitation as Todd will as well. <laughs> but, there are,
3: <laughs> but there are 345 units. Okay. 70 of which I, I mentioned are reserved for workforce housing. And the city of Atlanta has very kind of define terms of what that means right yeah um, you know so they have rental rates for ones and twos and studios that are clearly defined uh, all of our, our amazing leasing team can direct you to that but you know we've got also got some really cool two-story townhomes Ooh. so part of the uh the uniqueness of this project given the fact we started up in the air right we had to create this transfer slab I'm talking two-story type transfer girders that are larger than the largest pickup trucks in, in, in the state, right? And so you uh, created a volumetric space that allowed you to build, you know, an elevated two-story townhome, 10 stories already in the air. And so wow. we have got some three-bedroom townhomes that kind of have outdoor terraces. Cool. So you have a lot of private space, an elevated pool deck, and then standard studios ones and twos throughout the rest of the, the building.
1: I understand it's pet-friendly.
3: Very pet-friendly. And another thing, I mean, I mentioned technology earlier, but one of the things as a, as a company that we're trying to do is making sure that we stay on top of the, the latest trends. And it's very hard. I mean, technology changes all the time. And when you design these projects and it takes two years to build, you're already pretty much techni- technology obsolescent, right? Hopefully, uh, we're designing the guts and the networks of the systems in order to help control what happens from a hardware and software standpoint. But one of the things I, I'm really excited about is from the day that you move in, sign your lease, you don't ever have to deal with a Wi-Fi company ever again. You don't That's have to nice. go sit there and wait for whomever your telecom provider is. We have sign building Y, you know, <laughs> <laughs> super fast Wi-Fi that works even in the parking decks and the elevators and the many space. And it's, you don't have to sit there and wait four hours for someone to show up, right? And so that is basically what triggers the rest of the technology package because then it all communicates with, with everything else. You've got an app, that lets you roam freely. Access control controls your lighting, controls your your stovetops, controls your thermostat, right? And so, if you have a guest that comes in, you can go on your app and program and hit a key to to buzz them up. If you're, oh my gosh, I'm actually going to be out of town for five days and forgot to turn off the lights or something, right? You can go on there and and can control the the features there. And and then some of our premium units, we even have the ability to install motorized blinds that control on the app too. And so. We're trying to uh, make sure that we've got the guts and the systems, and and by doing so, providing building access Wi-Fi that's controlled in a centralized system.
2: Talk about, and I used to work at 191, so very familiar with the area. Now, I was there, when was I working there? That would have been 2003. So it was a different time to be spending time downtown, and there wasn't as much activity as that I might have wanted at that time. And I, I lived up out in the birds. What's happening now? I mean, I, I think it's very different. Uh, I mean, I, I know you guys are kind of transit oriented and that's a different world now than it was in 2001 when this thing parking deck was built. I mean, Uber didn't exist. <laughs> uh, the amount of uh, young kids getting driver licenses is going down, down, down. Talk about the transit orientation that you guys have and, and then talk about what's happening downtown. Cause I think it's, and an exciting place to be again. It really is. We talk about it a lot,
3: right? You've got the urbanization of America and Atlanta has now kind of come up to that sort of trend and standpoint. And then you also have a, a massive in-migration of folks to Atlanta. And if you were to sit there and drop somebody in the heart of downtown Atlanta or, or drop them in Buckhead or Midtown, right? They have three distinct feels and three distinct, but they're all within, inside the perimeter in Atlanta. What I found to come in love with, with downtown Atlanta is, is it actually has history and it, it's it got context and character and some grit to it. And, and as Atlanta has continued to grow, everything is filled in. I mean, every you can probably count on one hand how many blocks are available in Midtown now, right? And so there's actually the hole in the donut is now filling in, and downtown is like the last kind of frontier in that. And so when we what excited us about partnering with Banyan and, and, and the team downtown was there's no But in our opinion, there was no quality newer residential product in downtown, but we are seeing the trends. You're seeing Georgia State grow exponentially and creating more of an on-campus vibe, which is creating boots on the street, right? And you have people walking and turning it in from a nine-to-five city to now an 18-to-24-hour city. And so we are extremely excited to help just provide a different type of housing and a little bit elevated type of housing to capture folks who may have lived in Atlanta their whole life and and want to try something else, or catered to all the influx of people moving in, not just from Georgia State, but from working in any of the tens of thousands of jobs in downtown or midtown Atlanta.
1: Are you ready to own a home, but don't know where to start? Speak to a local expert at New American Funding. Get pre-qualified and start looking for your dream home. They make home buying easy and convenient with a variety of home loan options. New American Funding is devoted to helping families finance their home because they want everyone to achieve the American dream, home ownership. New American Funding's technology is what sets them apart. Whether connecting with your home loan professional in person, online, or through the app, they are there to answer any questions. Call today to get pre-qualified. For more information, call 678-898-3540. That's 678-898-3540. Talk about uh, a little bit about transit and how it's a transit-oriented building. I know when you talk about people coming in from all different areas of town and working in all different places, I'm sure that's something that people are going to be interested in knowing more about.
3: Yeah, I think we tried to count the steps it takes from our, our ground floor over to the Peachtree Center, Marta Station. I think you'd probably do it in less than 100, right? And yeah. so if you're a consultant or if you're, you're a traveler you need to get to Hartsville-Jackson, you can get down there in about 15 minutes on the train. If you want to take Uber anywhere, what I love about downtown is you can be in West Midtown or the East Side or Midtown in a very quick Uber ride and you don't have to deal with the connector, right? We all know how challenging it is to get from about 17th street to I-20.
1: Yeah. Uh,
3: so if you're, if you're downtown, you can avoid it, go mm-hmm. every direction or, or walk. And so we truly are um, in the heart of it. You can hopefully uh, the majority of our residents don't need a car or, or don't want a car because I mean, you can walk, you can ride the train, you can ride the streetcar, you can Uber. I mean, you've got all the, the necessities you need downtown, a shopping, from a eatery standpoint, from an office standpoint. And so we are well positioned to take advantage of any sort of transportation lifestyle you you choose to live.
2: And if only you had a parking deck. Oh, wait.
3: <laughs>
2: we already talked about that.
3: You could park your car in there for a year and we wouldn't know. You know.
1: Nobody would know it's there, house.
2: So you've touched on a few of the amenities, but uh, go a little deeper there.
3: Sure. So with a lot of our communities, we like to design our buildings in order to cater to all sorts of the day right we like to have an opportunity for you to come down if you want you know coffee we provide usually complimentary coffee and in a bar to do some early work if you're early morning yoga or spin person we've got spin rooms and yoga rooms we also obviously have the treadmills and the workout facilities on our amenity deck as well and then we we always like to include uh, an elevated pool we find especially in, in markets like atlanta Uh, Having a a place to kind of escape to on on a hot summer uh, or early fall day is 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 beneficial. Creates a social setting as well, and so that all incorporates our amenity level. And then, uh, what I'm really excited about is our rooftop. You know, 29 stories in the air. We're designing it to be play downstairs during the day on the amenity deck, and then elevate to a more evening concept uh, on on, on the rooftop. Up and so up there is is think elevated bar. Uh, we have a private wine room, you know softer lighting, softer seating to uh, host evening events and and resident events up there.
2: Very cool.
1: So is that all going to be residents or can visitors go to the rooftop lounge?
3: If you know somebody, if you know okay,
1: <laughs> so it's it's invitation only. Got it.
3: I'm sure we'll host um, some industry-wide events up
1: there. Yeah. Now, what um uh, I read in the notes something about rush, lush green space. So, is there green space up on that rooftop as well, or where is that?
3: Yeah. So, given the fact that we had to create this building from the existing parking structure, I mentioned earlier about the transfer girders and, and transferring the load. Right. So, there is a swath of open space between the exterior of the parking deck and the new building itself. And so we have 360 degrees of green space around the building. Nice. Uh, Some of that does include the the pool courtyard, but a lot of the elevated townhomes have their own private patios and, 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 but we also included a very nice open space dog park on that amenity deck as well. And so we know a lot of the residents uh, love their pets and their dogs. And so, we have an elevated dog park, uh, 12 stories in the air. Should I Todd?
2: assume that that involves a potty area as well for the dogs? It,
3: it does, a drainage potty area. Oh, it's Very well thought out, which was obviously probably not thought of 20 years ago. Well, oh,
1: it about. definitely wouldn't have been thought about 20 <laughs> years ago. Well, now, Todd, now you have no excuse. If you get tired of that snowy, awful weather in Chicago, you and Stephanie <laughs> can move back and you've got an option here and, you know, maybe you even have an end to be way up high.
2: Yeah, got to be on the top floor. I, you know, see, my rule is, uh, John, that uh, we can't ever live below whatever floor we're on. So <laughs> we lived on thirty-nine, so we could never live below that. Then we were on forty-eight. Now we're on fifty-eight. So I can't be anywhere below fifty-eight floor. So you can have so, to build a second tower. So Todd will be the first one to move to the moon
3: or Mars, move, right? Yes, right. exactly. Yeah. Okay. Um,
2: yeah, I'm running out of so. options with that with that plan. <laughs> mm-hmm. So looking ahead to twenty twenty two. Probably going to be pretty full sometime that year. Yeah,
3: we certainly hope so. And I would say early momentum, we have started pre-leasing and early momentum has been very strong. And so I I would imagine sometime mid next year we'll be full.
2: That's awesome. Really exciting. It's a great location and sounds, downtown needed this. Uh, So I commend you guys for putting this in the ground and it's going to be great. It's going to be a big success and timing's right on that. It's going to be an exciting project.
3: Well, thank you so much. We are we're thrilled and, and cannot wait to tour you all around.
2: All right. Well, on that note, we're about out of time. So, uh, John, a couple of pieces of business here. Uh, should anyone need to connect with you? How do they find you? If someone wants to learn more about uh, Gray Star, where do they go? And then, of course, where can people get information about uh, getting a spot at Ascent Peachtree?
3: I would say the easiest thing to do is go to our website, ascentpeachtree.com. That's A-S-C-E-N-T. We also have a Facebook page and an Instagram page. The Instagram page is fabulous. I mean, they've got all the stories. You can go on there and get a walkthrough of each individual floor plan and see all of our amenities, see our finished packages. Like I said, the building's been substantially complete uh, since about August. And so our, our marketing team's been able to go in there and, and take some really uh, high quality videos of, of the units. And so I would encourage everyone to, to follow us on social media and, and go to the website for more information.
2: All right, John Robertson, the Managing Director of Ascent Peachtree. John, great to have you. Thanks so much for making the time to join us and good luck with the launch of this great project. Well, thank you Beth. All right, well, that wraps this week's All About Real Estate Edition. On behalf of our show sponsor, New American Funding, my co-host, Carol Morgan, I am Todd Schnick. That is all the time that we have for today. Thank you for tuning in and listening and we'll look forward to seeing you again right here tomorrow. We'll
0: see you then. <laughs> Call them at seven seven zero three eight three thirty three sixty, 383 3360 or send an email to info at denimmarketing.com. For more information on Atlanta Real Estate Forum Radio or to inquire about being a guest, contact info at com. Check out the radio show by visiting com, or by listening to the show on your favorite podcast app.